0: Hello and welcome to Audio GAN, an Indian podcast for those interested in design, philosophy, and arts. Audio GAN documents thoughts, ideas, and insights from known and unknown gems of India who have done some remarkable work in their field of interest. Visit audiogan.com for more GAN sessions. Today I have Gangadharan Menon with me on Audio GAN. Gangadharan Menon gave up advertising after a successful stint of 28 years. He worked in agencies like Trikaya, Redifusion, Ogilvy & Mather, Mudra, Chlorophyll and more. He decided to wind up his advertising journey to take up his first and second love which is teaching and travel. He now teaches at Rachana Sansat College of Applied Arts, Mumbai and does travel photography and writing. His articles have been published in the Hindu, the Times of India, DNA, Hindustan Times, Midday and in Hornbill, the Journal of Bombay Natural History Society. Through his writing, he encourages people to discover the joy of traveling in India, a country that is made up of multiple countries. Thank you, Ganga sir, for giving us your time and uh, welcome to Audio Gyan. Thank you. Uh, So we will be exploring today, is medium really the message? Uh, Since you have worked on multiple mediums and have better idea about various mediums in its true sense, uh, we hope to have some sort of a philosophical conversation where uh, we can understand uh, medium messages and what it communicates through it, right? Uh, So I'll first start with the first uh, thing, which is a Canadian professor philosopher, uh, Marshall McLuhan uh, wrote a phrase in his book. Uh, the book was called Understanding Media, The Extension of Man, uh, which was published in like 1964. So in his book, uh, he said, medium is the message. So what does this mean according to you or in general, what, what meaning does it convey? Uh,
1: this was propounded by McLuhan himself uh, and he gave a very beautiful example. Hmm. Uh, to communicate medium is the message.
2: Hmm.
1: That example is the light bulb.
0: Hmm.
1: So he said the light is not the message. The light bulb is the medium and the message together. Okay. Because the light is not communicating anything, a different content. It is just existing. So hmm. by its existence, uh, light would be through being thrown on different objects and will be lit up differently. Correct, But the light is the same. So, but light is not the message. Light is only the medium through which meanings are exposed. So that was an example which he himself gave.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And um, he said um, light also uh, helps in lighting up different areas of darkness.
0: Correct.
1: So it is the same light, but the darkness is being lit differently. So that was an example which he gave. Mm-hmm. The light bulb is the classic example of medium is the message.
0: Mm-hmm. But how does that fit in the advertising context?
1: Uh, see, it. Uh, I can give you an example which is a very paradoxical example. Mm. In Marathi, there is a saying resh mm. Or uh, in English, you would say, cast in stone, mm. which basically uh, refers to the Ten Commandments which were written in stone. Mm. I saw a beautiful um, poster mm. which was actually engraved on stone mm. And it simply said, nothing is written in stone.
0: Oh,
1: wow. So, very beautifully, it is contradicting itself.
2: Mm.
1: The the statement itself is written in stone and it says, nothing is written in stone. So, it is actually the medium of the stone is communicating in a way, Mm. that nothing is final, nothing is permanent, uh, permanent, nothing is, you can't put a period after anything. Another example of uh, how medium uh, differs Mm is a a very beautiful film called uh, Rashomon by Kurosawa. Mm. It is one of my all-time favorite films. Mm. I have seen it some seven or eight times and every time I find something new in it. It is simply an incident Mm. which is recounted by five different people in five different ways. Mm. Two were actually part of that Mm. and three were witnesses. Correct. Okay. Yeah. But each one gives a different version of the incident, and you don't know what is true hmm. and because it is in film hmm. and film is the classic example of reality. Hmm. Uh, once Godard was asked what is cinema, he hmm. said it is reality at twenty four frames per second. Hmm. Yeah. So when it happens, it happens really in front of you. Hmm. so every time a version is coming up in the film, hmm. you believe it is to be uh, you believe it to be true. Hmm. But then the second guy comes and says, no, no, this is not how it happened. I was there Mm -hmm. and this is how it happened. And then you believe that. Mm -hmm. And five times you keep changing your opinion Mm -hmm. because you don't know which one to believe. And at the end, you really don't know which is right and which is wrong. Mm -hmm. And because the medium was cinema, Mm -hmm. you could easily carry it forward and you could make it believable. Because when it happens in a dark theater, Mm -hmm. in a dark auditorium on the screen, you believe it to be real. What is called a suspension of disbelief. Mm. You don't Mm. disbelieve what is happening, you suspend your disbelief and say, this is real. Mm -hmm. But the same interesting, what I want to tell you is, interestingly the same theme Mm. of Rashomon was presented on stage by Amol Palekar. He presented a theatrical version of Rashomon Mm -hmm. and it failed. Because in, in uh, cinema, you suspend your disbelief, you believe it to be real, but on stage, you know it is acting, you know it is drama, you know it is theatrical. Mm-hmm. There is not enough suspension of disbelief to believe five different versions. Oh. So, it's a classic example of how the same subject differed in different media.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: media. Mm-hmm. So, in cinema, it was believable. In theater, it was not believable. Because the theme itself does not lend itself to theater.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's a very interesting example again of uh, how another um, way… In
0: fact, that, yeah. that mm-hmm. puts Godard's other point which is uh, mm-hmm. cinema is the biggest fraud also. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. So, yes, it yes, is, yes. Like, obviously yes. connects there.
1: Correct. Because um, uh, because that again brings me to another uh, concept of medium. Mm. Uh, before um, Eisenstein, the filmmaker, uh, Sergei Eisenstein, the Russian master, he uh, discovered montage. Uh, there was only one concept which was real time. Mm. So, if I am holding a glass in my hand mm. and I hold it high and I drop it, mm. th- there is a time taken for me to release my fingers and for the glass to come down and fall on the ground and to crash. Correct. There is a real time. So, yeah. whatever happens in real time, it uh, it is recorded.
2: Correct.
1: That was the concept till Sergei Eisenstein came into filmmaking. Mm. And that you know, was very interesting because he uh, did not discover it on purpose. He discovered it by accident. Mm-hmm. What happened was uh, during, because of the world war, long strips of films were not available. Mm-hmm. So, you could not take long shots Correct. as Griffith used to take or you know other filmmakers used to take. You had to take short, uh, short shots mm-hmm. of the film or, or of an incident. Mm-hmm. So willy-nilly, what happened was Eisenstein discovered a method hmm. by which the same action of releasing um, a glass from your fingers and it falling down and crashing would be taken from eight different angles. Okay. So what normally would have taken one and a half minutes hmm. was enhanced or dramatized to cover whole of six minutes. So it became dramatic. So, the uh, real time was extended to something called cinema time. So, cinema time was unreal time. Mm -hmm. Because in reality, it would have never taken that much time because you see it from a top angle, from a low angle, from a side angle, from the left, right and different angles of the same incident, Mm -hmm. you keep adding to it Mm -hmm. and you keep um, uh, increasing the dramatic nature of the uh, incident. Mm -hmm. This was later used very interestingly by Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he uh, had a very uh, nice um, statement to make. He said, hmm. the uh, the terror
0: hmm.
1: is not in the blast, but in the expectation of the
0: blast. Yeah,
1: anticipation. In the it. anticipation of the blast. Yeah. That can be built up only with montage. Hmm. That can be built up only by extending real time into cinema time. Hmm. So, there itself, hmm. you are now, you know, the medium itself is changing the uh, truth or hmm. changing reality. Hmm. So, that medium itself has now become the message. Extending the same thought, uh, like for example, say once upon a time before television. And it is interestingly, uh, McLuhan kind of had the foresight to see all this happening much before it actually happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, um, say for example, a terror attack. Mm. Uh, before television, um, the thing would be reported the next day as if something happened and it would be kind of reporting what happened. Mm. So, then you would imagine what would have happened and your imagination would go into overdrive and then you will imagine all that happened. In television, the same thing is captured live
2: Mm.
1: uh, and that terror attack literally becomes a reality TV. Mm. So there again the medium is completely different and the message is completely different. So an incident that happened
2: Mm.
1: is either reported or incident that is happening is uh, shown live. So the whole thing of converting reality into a reality TV Mm -hmm. is the medium that is uh, doing it.
0: Mm, Interesting, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so I'll, uh, like I've come up with few questions which are related to overall medium or the message in general. Mm -hmm. So like what, what, like this is kind of an abstract question, but what does a word mean to you? Because Mm -hmm. you play a lot of with words, And uh, so, what does a word mean to you?
1: Uh, Word actually is very, very interesting because uh, it opens a whole lot of possibilities. Hmm. Uh, Any word uh, to begin with has uh, what Puradesh Pandey uh, had called the synonym or the the, the dictionary meaning, Hmm. the lexicon meaning, the lexicographic meaning, Hmm. which would be what I call uh, the denotation of the word. Hmm. Say, for example, a word like gas. Hmm. So, there there are three stages of uh, matter, Hmm. solid, liquid and gas. So, in that context, gas is something which is like a vapor, Hmm. which is volatile, uh, volatile. but that is the dictionary meaning of gas. Hmm. But when you say this man has a lot of gas, Hmm. it means he is a gas bag, he is saying things which are, you know inflated mm-hmm. so that is the what is I call the connotation of the word Correct. by usage you have added a different meaning altogether to the original gas
2: mm-hmm.
1: so the gas has a meaning in its in the dictionary mm-hmm. that is the denotative meaning and then there is a connotative meaning which has happened because of usage mm-hmm. so the same gas he has become a gas bag or you know he, he is a lot of gas yeah mm-hmm. don't don't believe in so mm-hmm. he is not uh, real he is not grounded he is not the same thing like um, hawa. I, I, I was thinking of uh, in the Indian context or Hindi word hawa. Hawa is breeze. Hawa is wind. But iski hawa chali. Hmm. Ki this is now gaining currency. This is a eh chalta hai.
2: Mm-hmm. No,
1: this is happening. This is so. The same word hawa it, it has two different meanings. In hawa, the wind or the breeze, or iski hawa chal hai. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so like how does that connect with? The medium is the message, coming back to the same thing, because your word is the medium, right? Correct. And the message it is conveying itself is uh, sometimes ironical, sometimes uh, lot with lot more context.
1: Yeah. So, so uh, here the medium would be the context of the word. So there is no real meaning, so it is oh. in which context have you used. I can uh, use a word which is actually very interesting. Uh, but um, it is more symbolic in nature or the difference is symbolic in r- nature rather than the meaning of the word itself. Hmm. Because both would mean the same thing.
2: Hmm.
1: One is in English, owl. Hmm. O-W-L, owl. Owl in the Western philosophy is the wise owl. Hmm. Okay, owl ka translation is ullu. But here is ka tha,
2: hmm. He is an idiot. Hmm.
1: It is exactly the opposite. The same word. Yeah. Uh, and the same translation of the same bird
0: yeah.
1: in two different contexts. Mm. Because the cultures are different, mm. the meanings are different. Mm. So, here again medium has changed the, or yeah. the language has changed the meaning. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. the opposite. You mm. know, wise owl and ulluka mm. yeah. pattha. It is not even both are mediocre. <laughs> two extreme. extremes extreme, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, what is the ontological connection between
1: words and like, existence of different things? See, Sanskrit, according to me, is one of the most beautiful languages in the world. Mm. Because um, not only is it mathematical mm. uh, or scientific, probably it is the only language and I have heard it is the only language where syntax does not matter. Hmm. Syntax is, as you know, the order of words in Correct. a sentence. Correct. So, uh, I am going there. Hmm. If I ch- use the same words and I say, am I going there, the meaning is completely, completely different. One is a statement, the other is a question.
2: Yeah.
1: In Sanskrit, the meaning doesn't change. Aham tattara gachami, gachami aham tattara, tatar aham gachami. To say it in any sequence, it means exactly the same. So, syntax does not matter. So, in that sense, it is very scientific and they say it is supposed to be the most scientific language for computing. Mm -hmm. But because it is not a popular uh, language, it has never become, uh, but they say it is so scientific that it can become the best language for computing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apart from that, (coughs) Sanskrit has a very interesting um, connection between things and uh, words. Mm -hmm. I'll start with uh, names of gods. Okay. Mm. Uh, say uh, Saraswati. Mm. She's the goddess of learning. Mm. If you split the words, mm. Saras means gentle, mm. Vati that which flows. Okay, mm. Saraswati means she that who uh, she who flows gently.
2: Mm.
1: And knowledge flows gently. It cannot come in spurts. It wow. has to come from a higher level to a lower level, water can only flow from a higher level to a lower level. Wow. So, which is why in Marathi we have Vyaspeed, because the guy who's speaking is at a higher plane.
0: Wow.
1: That's why he can speak and it can flow down to the people who are in the auditorium. Now, the same guy when I teach in my college, when my student goes and stands on the podium, I come and sit in the auditorium because then he becomes the vyas. I am receiving and he is sending. So, the sender has to be at a higher plane than the receiver because it is flowing of language. Saraswati, that which flows gently. So, look at the beauty of the word and the meaning of the word or the symbol of the word.
2: Yeah.
1: Or uh, the, the, so what many it stands years, for. Yeah. Yeah. And that is true of um, all the gods. Now, Krishna. Hmm. Krishna is supposed to have been a great lover, and he had sixteen thousand and eight wives. Hmm. But you can't blame him because his name means he who attracts. Kru hmm. Kru means he who attracts. Kru hmm. is attraction. So his name I mean, he is by name. He has to attract people. So yeah. he is born to attract. Hmm. Um, Vish, uh, Vishnu. Hmm. comes from the root word visha. Visha is like poison. It spreads across the body and across the universe. Hmm. So Vishnu he is he who has pervaded the universe. Hmm. Hmm. So it is there in the name. Hmm. Shiva, the meaning of Shiva and Shiva is actually the antithesis of everything.
2: Correct.
1: If, it, if there is Krishna he is beautiful, he is ugly.
2: Yeah.
1: He has snake on his head. He has matted hair. He has got ash of the crematorium smeared on his face. Yes. And he has got blue neck. It is the opposite of every conceivable beautiful thing. Mm. But Shiva means that which is not. Mm. The meaning of the word is that which is not. Mm. So his entire existence is the opposite of everything. So look at the beautiful connection of God's names and words. And and what they stand for or what they are supposed to stand for. Mm. This extends from God's it extends to culture. Interestingly. Interestingly. Uh now if you, uh, my sister is abroad, uh, she is in the US. Uh, if you have to go and meet her, you have to take an appointment with her. Mm. You have to call her and say, I am planning to come to your house on Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock. Can I come? Mm. Because you are a guest mm. there. Okay. So, you have to take an appointment. In India, you don't have to take any appointment. You just land up because you are a tithi. Hmm. A tithi means he who doesn't Or she who doesn't have a date or a time Tithi, yeah. tithi, ka. Yeah. A tithi. So you can land up anytime yeah. <laughs> And we say yeah. A tithi deva bhava, Because he will land anytime yeah. He will land on any day hmm. But it is there in the word So hmm. the beauty is there is a connect, Beautiful connection between culture and uh, word hmm. Another one Suppose your um, uh, Laptop has become old You hmm. call it an old laptop or your mic has become old, you will call it an old mic. Or your chair has become an old uh, chair, you will call it an old chair, old table. Similarly, in the English language, a person becomes old, you call him an old man hmm. and, or an old woman. Hmm. And you send him or her to an old home. Hmm. Because it is like an object. Right. Because like a chair, like a computer, like a table, the man has become old. Uska utility So, hmm. send old home.
2: Like
1: in hmm. India, mein, in Sanskrit or even in any uh, Indian language, malayalam Marathi, Hindi, Vruddha hmm. is the word for old man or old person.
2: Hmm.
1: vruddha comes from the word vruddhi hmm. which is progress. He wow. who has progressed in life,
0: wow.
1: not, not he who has become old. Hmm. So, he, this is a person who has progressed in life. This is a person who has seen much more than you. This is a person who has much more experience than you. So you will, like an antique, you will keep that person at home, na? Hmm. You will not send that person to an old home. Hmm. So we look after our grandparents and our grandchildren will hopefully look after us because of that concept of sharing something which they will never be able to get on their own. Hmm. They will take that many more years. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So I tell my students the best way to learn is from others' mistakes. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. how many mistakes can you personally make? Okay. Limitation yeah. hai. so learn from others' and mistakes. Pointless
0: bhi hai. Pointless,
1: pointless bhi hai. Pura zindagi nikal jayega. mistakes karne mein. Yeah. Which is why we look, up, look at our people with uh, so much of respect. Wow. Because he has made a mistake which I need not make. Mm-hmm. I can still make it, mm-hmm. but I can if I if I want I can learn from it and avoid it. Mm-hmm. So this is the whole thing of vruddhi is progress. Wow,
0: that's brilliant, yeah, yeah, that's super. So I think uh, one has to, like, really like keep thinking about this uh, mm, mm. words and connections to, like, find their meanings. Yes,
1: yeah. yes.
0: Cool. And uh, this was actually, like, one of my, uh, one of the articles which I read, uh, which shows a pipe and it says, this is not a pipe. Mm. So, like, what does the... Uh, artists want to communicate through it? Like, uh, is the word not uh, enough to explain what it is? Or the word itself is not that thing? Uh, how does that work? So, how do you find meaning of a word? See, especially in the context of
1: words and visuals, hmm. where you are giving a title, say hmm. for example, to a pipe. And there is no point in t- saying pipe under a pipe.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: there is no point in uh, writing apple under a an apple. Yeah. If you show an apple and write Macintosh, hmm. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because you are giving another angle to it. Mm-hmm. So, don't repeat. So, don't show um, uh, Gandhi, father of the nation and write Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi. Hmm. Write uh, Richard Attenborough. Mm-hmm. Then there is a layer you are adding. So, don't repeat what is said in the visual. Try and give it another angle. Try and give it another twist. Mm-hmm. Try and give it a third meaning, because um, one of the definitions of creativity is to connect two unconnected things. Mm-hmm. So uh, show a parrot and say uh, beetle leaf, because the parrot has got a red uh, beak. Mm-hmm. So yeah. imagine the beauty of showing a parrot with a red beak mm-hmm. and saying beetle leaf. Kima pan? Correct. Marathi <laughs> pan If you have what a bit get right. okay. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So don't repeat exactly what is written, seen in the video, mm-hmm. which is obvious. Give an unobvious angle to it. Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: like a creative person's mm-hmm. challenge will be to find those meanings yes. uh, written, uh, hidden in the
1: yes. object. Yes, those unconnected connections, mm-hmm. No, which were hitherto unconnected. No connection You show a sunflower and dried sunflower. No show a sunflower and say smiley.
0: Hmm. That's a uh-huh.
1: good connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: interesting. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think uh, there's this one last question which uh, was more towards your uh, like 28 years of advertising background and <coughs> I wanted to know that that in the in not very old but like in the recent years mm-hmm. uh, the overall quality of Uh, lines which are coming up from the advertising world right Uh, those have are not really that strong or hard-hitting as we had uh, khaitan subsidies or uh, hamara Bajaj. so is so what has happened in the recent time is the truth missing or is the power of writing missing or the the depth of words is missing or the medium is getting diluted what exactly is uh, happening right now and how can we probably improve in the terms of like good copy, good writing, good words in, the, in our vocabulary than going LOL.
1: Yeah. Um, if I uh, can put it, I'll have to borrow somebody else's words. And he's a wonderful guy, a friend. His name is Saeed Mirza. He's a filmmaker. He had said it very beautifully. What is missing in our lives today hmm. is the poetry. The poetry is missing. We are missing the poetry, we are missing the poets. Hmm. And day by day or maybe every year, the number of poets in the world and definitely in India are reducing. Hmm. The moment we come back and discover or rediscover our poetry, that would be our renaissance. And we need to because without poetry, humanity will be inhuman. Hmm. So the earlier we discover our poetry, we will get back to the... See, all these lines, wonderful lines... They were poetic hmm. and they came out of poetry or a poetic imagination.
2: Hmm. So,
1: when that is lacking, uh, you can't have those kind of lines. So, we have to recreate a situation where there are more poets, where there is more poetry, there are more rasiks hmm. uh, of poetry. And there is a very uh, beautiful, uh, uh, by uh, Dhaneshwar, uh, Vache Barve kavitva hmm. Kavitvihi Rasikatva, Rasikatva Paratatva Sparshu Jaisa, which means poetry is greater than prose. A Rasik, an appreciator, is greater than the poet, because a Rasik appreciates something which has only been imagined by the poet.
0: Wow, brilliant,
1: brilliant. Okay, Brilliant. so he has to actually work doubly hard to get that meaning which has been imagined by the poet. So, a rasik is even greater. So can we have a world full of rasiks, where we create more and more rasiks, who will create the poets mm. in turn? So mm. probably that's the way forward. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> when, when there is, when there has to be poetry, there uh, there has to be pain, is it necessary? And if it's necessary, then obviously we have a lot of pain around us. Mm. So why is like good poetry missing there?
1: See, uh, you need not suffer pain like the way Van Gogh did. Because he actually physically went through that kind of pain. But if you look at two of the other greatest, see Van Gogh in painting is an absolute giant. But in literature... There is a giant called Shakespeare. Shakespeare didn't go through hell,
2: Mm.
1: but he imagined hell. So it is very important to imagine pain. It is uh, important to imagine depression. It is important to imagine uh, anxiety, uh, everything, darkness. Mm. Without that you can't create. But you need not go through it personally, is my personal belief. Mm -hmm. Because Shakespeare obviously could not have gone through all that he has written about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, he has touched upon almost every human emotion possible,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right from revenge to murder to you know everything, yeah. rom- romance, everything. And in a very, in a very different see Shakespeare is in the context of uh, emotion, human emotion. In terms of human predicament, there is Vyas, Mahabharat. Mm-hmm. Me, I mean, every conceivable situation is there in that. Correct. Whether scientific or unscientific or you know predicaments. Okay. I'm talking about a predicament. Uh, in fact, there is a, a saying that Vyaso Jagat Sarvam
2: hmm.
1: the, whatever is left in the world is all been touched by hai. Hmm. So he even he had a great imagination. So he imagined the situation, he never saw them. He imagined the situations. Shakespeare imagined the situations. Van Gogh went through the situations. Savarkar went through, Savarkar went through the situations. So, you need not. You need not go through it. Hmm. Sagara, pra, Pran Talmarula can be from imagination. Correct. So, um, so it is a, a necessity for you to be uh, the red badge of courage. Stephen Crane's uh, American novel there. It uh, describes war in the minutest detail, but he has never been to a war. He has never been a soldier. But he imagined what a soldier goes through. The Red Badge of Courage, Stephen beautiful. Huh?
2: <laughs>
1: so, you need to imagine, yes. Your imagination is your experience. And Picasso very beautifully said, whatever you imagine is real. Wow. Huh. That's one of his yeah. st- beautiful statements. Whatever you imagine is real. In a dream, what happens? You at that moment, you think it is absolutely, you are going to fall down a cliff. You believe it to be true. Correct? So, whatever you imagine is real. Wow. It's, it's, <laughs> there's a lot of food for thought here.
0: Uh, I think uh, we'll. this is a good note to end this. Uh, any any concluding thoughts you want to put in, in terms of how like, one can handle medium much more with uh, responsibility.
1: Here again, uh, the thought of McLuhan uh, medium is the message comes across very powerfully because today, every single or um, a majority of uh, news items Hmm. are being conveyed to you through social media. Hmm. And where there is no self-censorship, there is no finding out whether a piece of news is true or not. So, even fake news items are getting the kind of uh, traction traction that, uh, you know, uh, true news or real news should get. Mm -hmm. So, one doesn't know what to believe and what not to believe. So, Mm -hmm. all the more reason in today's world, because journalism is by itself suspect, whether it is print journalism or television. And on top of that, he is here uh, a, a place where it is the, um, the birthplace of all fakeness, mm. social media. Yeah. Because where everybody is anonymous, nobody is owning up any responsibility. At least in a the newspaper, there is an editor. Mm. In, the, in the news channel, there is an editor. I mean, there is an owner or I mean, there, there is a team of people who are responsible. Mm. Here, nobody is responsible. Anything goes. Mm. So, all the more reason why one should be doubly careful about what one is spreading mm. as a news item. On social media. Mm. Because medium is the message.
0: Yeah. Cool. I think that's a great note. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for giving us your time. And I hope to have you again on Audio Gan for something more interesting like maybe poetry or uh, your second and third love, first and second love, which is teaching and travel. So, yeah. Thank you once yeah. again.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So, that's it from today's Gyan session where we discussed many things with Gangadharan Menon. About words, meaning, and is medium really the message? Stay tuned for more GAN on Audio GAN next week. Till then, bye.